Oh, hey, everybody. It's episode five of the Mobile X podcast. I'm Remin X, and as always, I'm joined here by my partner in crime, Mobile Gamer. What's up, my guys? So uh, our special guest today is a uh, Marvel streamer and content creating superstar. <laughs> superstar. I mean, you, you are a superstar. I mean, I, I, I definitely look up to you when I'm, when I'm making content. So, uh, Cynic Alex. Thank you. Yes, sir. So, uh, Marvel veteran, uh, so to so to say, and, and so uh, lifetime. Tell, nerd. Us little, tell us a little about. Yeah, right. Uh, I, <laughs> I almost got that that Spider Man uh, Venom tattoo across my chest, so that would have made me like full on nerd status. Like Tupac? Did Tupac have that tattoo? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. I mean, but that, not not quite like Tupac. I don't think. Uh, you know. But anyway. Uh, you're going to be on holograms in 50 years. It's going to be lit. Well, mm. more. 60, 100 years, 100 years. Mm. Sorry. Uh, cut cut you well. short there at 50. <laughs> yeah. 46, 46. So, so uh, you know, Alex, how, how old are you, if you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, thir- I just turned 31, actually. Okay. All right. Yeah, which is like ancient dinosaur years in, uh, in gaming, mobile gaming. Yeah, yeah. You, you might think that, but both of us here are older. You know, you and, don't look and, it. You don't look it. Oh yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I combed my hair today, and I was like, "Wow, that's a lot of gray." <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, I hope we're gonna get more of more truthful things out of that than that statement right there. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's definitely uh, gonna be a challenge today. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, one thing we, we had a chance to do is we actually had a chance to play a little bit of Marvel Future Rev together, and I think that's where a lot of us like, you know, uh, knew each other from. I I, mm-hmm. I, I started Future Fight. Jeez, um, it was two years old at the time, I think, and I just couldn't get into it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't find my groove. It felt like it was daunting. There was too much to do, mm-hmm. and uh, that's kind of when I found uh, Marvel Strike Force. Mm-hmm. And and so you, well, you're a you know a veteran of of, of Marvel, you know, Future Fight. Were you a day one player? Uh, almost, yeah, pretty much. I'd say pretty much, yeah. You know, I recently disclosed how much I spent on Marvel Strike Force. Uh, any idea how much you spent on Marvel Future Fight? I do. I actually, I had a weird relationship with that idea. I used to think it was really bad to, to say, but then seeing other content creators who are very open about it and very just like honest, right? Not like mm-hmm. as a flex or whatever, um, changed my mind. So yeah, I think I'm somewhere around, it's, I think it's a pretty good guesstimate. It's around 15,000. That's okay. that's that's low in the mobile game industry. Wow. Okay. And so that's yeah. that's six years. Uh, yeah, we're coming up on the seven year anniversary, so six and a half. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Wow. Okay. That uh, that that's a lot of money. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty reasonable, actually. I, what I'm thinking. Yeah. No, I mean, in, in comparison, do you feel yeah. like? Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, though, I, I have a, an easier landscape than you guys do. If you compare, you know, M- MFF to MSF or to, you know, Galaxy of Heroes, uh, MFR, it's magnitudes cheaper to get characters. You know, you're talking like they have a subscription where you can unlock 20 different characters for $10. Wow. Wow. So, wow. You know, you Is don't get the you- character at a high rank, but that's, you know. So and, and do you have to rank them up and to be valuable or are they good at lower ranks? No, you you got to rank them up for them to be valuable. But I mean, I don't remember exactly how long ago, but they've been giving out rank up tickets um, and mega rank up tickets that that basically skip all the steps for you um, for years. You know, and now they give them out monthly. So 
so you can take those characters that might be sitting on your bench and bring them up to hopefully, especially new characters, uh, you know, to kind of help uh, kind of catch up mechanic. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's cool for my wallet because honestly, like, I feel like the game could have been more. It's weird. The game, the, the, the devs struggle to monetize the game properly, I think. So yeah. some, sometimes things are just, re, and you guys know, like, absurdly priced. Like, mm -hmm. you guys really want me to spend $500,000 for this? But then they make the mistake on the other hand, like, whereas in MSF, everything is expensive, like just, you know, across the board um, with MFF, they, they kind of goof up in a way. And so some things are just way too cheap. So basically, so, basically they, 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 they put something out and they undervalue it is what you're saying. Well, yeah, like they basically so one one big thing in the community, if you go and you try to find like, you know, what is the community really talking about it and asking for? And they always ask for like increasing the premium um currency that you that you can grind for and you can farm for and like mcoc is very um well known for being free to play friendly in that sense because if you're like brian grant um contest champion you can farm in pvp in the arena you can farm like infinite credits if you just spend 24 hours a day playing the game yeah so you can farm a lot of the premium currency and in mff it's very very stingy but the reason for that is years ago when the game first came out i think like before the second year anniversary they released this this pack they've up they've upgraded the price a little bit in the last few years probably due to inflation but uh it's like five dollars and it gives you twenty two thousand five hundred premium crystal like premium currency over 30 days right it's okay. called a stark stash yeah i know those yeah so th they comp that one sale completely skews the price and the value of everything else in the shop Got it. Because it's it's so good. So it's kind of like they're like it's almost like a, a battle pass, like a monthly subscription fee. But it's so basically, it's such a good value that everybody buys it. But at the end, it winds up devaluing their overall currency. Well, yeah, because you look at anything else and you're like, why would I pay thirty dollars now to get slightly more crystals? Like I pay six times as much money to get three thousand three hundred crystals. So you're saying eight hundred crystals is worth the twenty five dollars extra? Doesn't make any yeah. sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. Right. So it, it incentivizes to players to just play very slow and play for a very long time because it's it, it's every day that it gives you a little bit. Right. Because mm -hmm. it's like a 30 day thing. So you end up having a lot of players like that who slowly over time have built these massive like stacked rosters without actually having spent much money. Right. So the, the, the true the people who benefit the most from the system, the players are the ones that have stuck with the game for like six, seven years. Yeah. And it seems like so if, if I was to start Marvel Future fighting today. Would you think that it would be? I, I would feel like I was catching up, or do you think it would just be a challenge? Or you oh, know, you would de you would definitely feel overwhelmed for sure. There's 249 characters now. We yeah. just added Echo, uh, so for sure you would. And I think, um, unlike, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what the catch-up mechanics are for MSF, but I know for Galaxy of Heroes, I see some of uh, Mobile Gamers videos, some of Arnold's videos, uh, amazing content. And um, you guys really highlight how many catch-up mechanics there are. Mm -hmm. And MFF is, is, is lacking in that department big time. Yeah, uh, if, if you don't know of any MSF um, catch-up mechanics, that's because we don't know either. <laughs> hey, a lot of yeah. people don't know this, but I was pretty heavily deep into uh, Marvel Future Fight in soft launch and the first year of the game. I probably made about 400 videos about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were one of the first, if yeah. not the first. And, and, it, and, and uh, I can tell you that uh, I came back to the game for like a sponsored thing maybe like two years ago. Uh, you know, so like I hadn't played it for like three years and mm -hmm. I was completely lost. Like I had no idea what was going on. They have at the game has really got a lot of depth. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah they've, just... they've added they've added a lot. They've done they have they've definitely kept up with it despite the fact that it doesn't seem to be even in their top ten best performers. It's interesting because it it, it does it does kind of move uh, in and out of that cycle. I, I know that like it was last year or like right around maybe like eighteen months ago, it had pretty much its worst I think popularity downturn because of what they did with the community. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I'm trying to remember what specifically it was, but I know a lot of MF F players were going to MSF. Yeah, uh, it was it was just like a big new system that was just like money, money, money. Okay, well that <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <I'll> do it. <laughs> that, that'll do it. That's pretty. That, that's it. That's pretty much it. Uh, what yeah. was it called? Um, it was a new system. It was um, it was a premium card crafting system, and it was oh. a CTP reforging system. Got it. So basically, if you if you didn't get good rolls, you could reforge them, but you had to spend money to kind of dump into them, and sometimes it would wind up with worse rolls, and you would wind up having to go backwards. And yeah, you know, uh, you know, ISO and MSF. Yeah. Is it expensive? No. No. No, hmm. I'm trying to think of a of a one to one explanation, but basically I, it'd be like if they created like super ISO and you had to sacrifice other ISO to make that uh, your your other your ISO equipped super, and it could yeah. fail, and you'd lose that the ISO that you used. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. it like sounds that. like maybe, a maybe Marvel that's... Marvel Future Revolution had like a lot of yeah, systems it, like it that. It sounded like they, they they adopted that, but that was Mar- they, there's a lot of games that that utilize that. There, it's a, mm-hmm. kind of it's an MMO standard um, when you're talking about uh, produced. Uh, in other countries, they they do have like that standard where there's a failure rate. I was playing a game. Uh, I want to say, she's probably one of the first ports. It was called a game called Nine Dragons. Ooh, and it, so it was a it was an old school uh, RPG, and it had it had it had a a, um, a pay to win aspect, and you would buy these currency that would allow you to to rank up your weapons, and after a while, they would you know you could break, and then your break your weapon could break and go down to zero. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. That, that that so that happened early on in in gaming, and you know that that that's definitely one of the bigger frustration mechanics is when you like every all the progress going down to nothing. So, so literally, you could spend all that money and and wind up with the worst result. Yeah, pretty much. You could end up like over time they improved the mechanic and they they took they did take quite a bit of community feedback. It's just that their approach and every every developer is different, but their approach is basically we're going to show you the ugliest possible version of this first. Like mm-hmm. the most painful, the most expensive, the most predatory, and then see how much of it you can stomach, <laughs> and then we'll maybe we'll tweak some of the things you can't stomach, uh, and then slowly <laughs> over time we'll introduce ways like we'll we'll basically cheapen um, the entry fee to 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 engage with this new piece of content or this new mechanic. When, oh, but only when the whales are done spending. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and I and I think that's a, a you know an invaluable piece of information. You know, I think that there's some elements to that that that's true. But I think some people, you know, sometimes that you know, there's games that can get it wrong at the launch, right? They can they can underprice things, and then mm-hmm. and then ever you can never raise those prices. You can yeah. always you know you can always lower the price, and that's the that's the thing that people people forget. You don't you don't walk into a restaurant and you're like, oh, they dropped that price by a dollar. Oh, what are they thinking? Or you walk right. in that restaurant and you order it off the menu and you're like, oh, it's just went up a dollar. No way I want that anymore. How dare they? Even though the production, you know, so the, you know, the licensing idea of Marvel, there's probably some cost involved in that and and all that stuff. But so, um, man, I really loved Marvel Future Revolution story. Yeah, it's really good. There were like moments there where I, I sat back and I was I felt like it was a, a cinematic uh production and, and just I got caught up in the whole Loki moments and I'm not going to spoil it for you guys if you haven't played that 
But then I decided, <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll, I'll wail out a little bit, and I spent about a third of what you spent on that game uh, on, in, in your entire Marvel Future fight. Uh, oh no! Oh yeah, no, I did it. I did it. I just but I, I but it's, I wanted to see what like what it would get me. Yeah. Start off right, and it was a uh, it was fun. You're powerful and and whatnot. And then when the game went into, into like 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 live launch and went global, yeah. They introduced a brand new set that that made everything I had worthless. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was like, and so the value to to, to build all that up was kind of crazy. But uh, so I played it a little while, but then I got COVID. Otherwise, I might still oh, be shit. playing. I, I would I would probably still be playing that game a little bit, mm. at least as part of it. But I I fell so far behind, I couldn't I couldn't play catch up anymore. So Alex, no, what, it, the what, whales are insane in that game. Yeah, what was that like though? Because uh, Marvel Marvel Future Fight probably was the most similar game to Marvel Future Revolution. I'm sure you heard endless con- you know talk about Marvel Future Revolution being Marvel Future Fight Two, the death mm-hmm. of Marvel Future Fight, and that just was not mm-hmm. true. Uh, how did you nope. navigate that? <laughs> yeah, um, it was interesting. I mean, to be honest with you guys, without saying too much, I did. I do have a little bit of conversation, like a little bit of talk now and then with people that work in that Marvel, because you know I did make a couple of uh, sort of professional relationships there when I was visiting for MFF promotions and stuff like that. So I knew that they fully intended and it doesn't make sense from a business perspective to kill one thing just because it's similar to another newer thing right like the big the, the bigger mac doesn't kill the big mac they just coexist side by side um so i sort of knew in the back of my mind that mff wasn't going anywhere um and to be honest i've done my best mentally to uh disconnect myself from the analytics and it's like every youtuber's nightmare to look and see the numbers know they're going down they're going sideways blah 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 um but I just, I just said, you know what? Screw it. Like, I did make a second channel, and I was putting some of my marbles in, um, hoping that MFR would really pick up and take off. Because, like, like uh, Remanex said, the story is just like it captivates you. And I thought that was going to be the quality of the game through and through. <laughs> so, I was just like, you know, let's see what happens. Basically, kind of thing. You know, and just wing it. And I can't control the outcome, so might as well just go with the flow. You know. And I think that's the thing is you can tell the passion that was put into that story. You know, you can yeah. tell that definitely was Marvel in, in its in its glory. But then the mechanics were kind of wonky. Um, I mean, you know what iframes are. I don't know that iframes are fun in an MMO, like where you're in a PvP aspect where you're one-on-one with that. I think those can be frustrating, especially when people can weave in and out of them and never become vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, and it needs like so much balancing. Like, find me an MMO with good P- balanced PvP. It's so difficult. It really even is. for you know even for like WoW that's been around for like a hundred years. You know, like it's so difficult to balance. What is what is a hundred years? Two thousand two thousand four. Right, right, right. That's That's a hundred years in the video game industry, though. <laughs> Thank you. It's like dog ears, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like shot fired, man. Shot fired. No, no. I I never played WoW, I'll be honest, but I I've like I played Diablo one, so I you know I'm I'm, I'm pretty close. I'm, you know Diablo. I think Diablo one came out before WoW. It was 1999. So yeah, uh, David Redick, I think is going to be on the show next week. Oh man, he's cool. He's a really great guy. Yeah. So um. So uh, and and uh, just just a sneak preview for those of you guys at home, uh, but I I gotta say like wow like that definitely was the pinnacle of MMOs. But I think there's more fun MMOs out there, and 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 I think Marvel Future Rev had a couple of really fun elements to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. 
but I felt like uh, in order to, to maintain growth, you had to start spending. And I think maybe that's just the people I surrounded myself with or probably the expectation I had at the beginning. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I think they made the mistake of not knowing and not establishing their identity as a game sooner because I've been playing the hell out of Lost Ark lately. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think they could have taken a lot of cues from Lost Ark because it, when you look at MFR, it seems more like just a daily grind game. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is almost incompatible with the traditional MMO, which is meant to allow you to do things perpetually and like always be online and whatever. Whereas a game like MFF, there's no point in staying online once you've done your dailies. You're just getting in and getting out. And so they, I think they just struggled and they still, they're still struggling to figure out whether they want to be like a traditional MMO where it's like you can always grind, there's always something to do, there's always a little bit to farm. Or if they want to lean more towards like a Lost Ark model where it's like, you know, these particular dailies that you do are going to reward you heavily. And then if you want to continue grinding, you can feel free, but your rewards are going to be like heavily reduced in order to like maintain some semblance of, um, you know, pacing for the for, for, for players without, I mean, ignoring the whales, obviously, because they want the whales to do what they want to do, right? Mm. I, you know, I, I think there's an element to that, right? I think that the thing about it is how do you cater to your whales with, without isolating and, and, uh, and making your player, your, the predominance of your player base feel like that they're, they're, they're you know, being withheld from endgame content. I think that there, there, there's got to be a balance to that. And, and so I think there's a couple of different elements to it. Uh, engagement, right? You know, how many, how many times does, does a game want you to look at your phone and mm-hmm. engage with it, right? So I, I know people that are playing Marvel Future Revolution and can play it for 14, 15 hours a day. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. They can go, they sit in the arena and they just keep going in the arena to be number one. Yeah, that's... That takes real dedication. There, there are some players like that in every game, but it honestly surprises me. Yeah, and then, and then, and then they, they basically built that game so you can, you know, kind of go and do all of these things that you want to do, and and uh, if you if you spend time, you can actually get some of the results even if you're not spending. You know, we had a, a Wiki Wolf, a good friend of Mobile Gamers and myself, was probably one of the top free to play players I've ever played with, and uh, he was competing at the top level of the game. In MSF. MFR. Oh wow! But it just was really? the amount, it was the amount of time that he spent. Yeah, he he would you know he could spend you know how more. long did he did he keep that up for? There's no way he's still doing that. I, you know what? I I don't know. I think I I think there was a level of frustration when you know things changed. But I think that there's, I mean the the, the thing about the game is the level caps came out pretty quickly, right? So that just means that any gear that you invested in was now obsolete. You know, and the, the, you know more cards came out, and, and but that's the way that everything game comes out. That there's always something that's that's new to grab. Well, but why did you leave? Uh, I it just it didn't seem like it was a productive use of time, and I wasn't having as much fun as I was. And uh, the you know they came out with magic, and the thought of running through that story mode for the ninth time uh, didn't seem appealing to me at all. Right? Yeah, I mean, because I had already done it eight times, and 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 doing it for a ninth time, and you know, you, even if you grind that out, I mean, it's 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 a you know eighteen hours minimum. Yeah, you know what? It's so funny you're saying that, and I think that's yeah. exactly. I think because you asked me earlier before the before the you know we started rolling, um, and I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was about MFR that made me feel like it just wasn't worth it midway through playing. But I think that's what it was. Is just like I, I wasn't even I, I wasn't even quite grinding eight times. I was maybe on my fifth character yeah. to uh, to a hundred, and 
I was like, man, this is it. This is it. This is the whole game. Yeah, I think that, that's definitely a big deal, right? Is it feels like there's just a, it was like a constant grind, and then if you ground one character up, and then by the time you were there, the next character, the next level cap came up, and you had to do it all over again. And there's not the the getting the characters to 100 barely scratches the surface of what the character can do. Like it's you realize that it's all about the gear and the cards, and that's all money gated essentially. Yeah, you know. So yeah. I think that's a valid point. I mean, and and so did you ever give MSF a try? I did. Yeah, twice actually. Okay, so th- what was the experience like? I'm just curious. You know, that's our high primary game. I'll be talking oh, about yeah. it so much, but oh yeah. Yeah, no, the first time I played MSF was fun. Uh, I was I was basically just jonesing for another Marvel game, and I had a lot of time on my hands. And I also dabbled a little bit in MCOC, but I liked MSF more just because swiping and tapping is not really my cup of tea. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I liked the game. I'm not a huge fan of the anime, like the uh, the artwork, the, 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 base, the base artwork, but that's kind of just a personal thing. But I honestly thought the game was pretty good. Um, I, I've always sort of followed the community for MSF because it's interesting to me. And I, I know a lot of you guys and you're great people, uh, Valley included as well. Like there's a lot of really good content creators for MSF. Um, and, uh, does Tony Bing still make videos for MSF? No, no, he, he left, he left, he left, but he was, and he, was he also doing, or was there was someone else doing, there was like an API for MSF. Uh, they're still around. They, they actually got hired. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I feel like MSF has has a really underrated community of really good people. Um, and the game looks cool and it looks like it's very clear. That's one thing that I really like about the game is that it's like very obvious when you're playing. These are very surface level things. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm not getting into the nitty gritty, but that okay. was basically my experience. You know, d- despite the animations or the, the, the artwork not being to my liking, I found the rest of the game to be pretty um, entertaining at a very casual level. Right. And so, so you, you, you left when, so when did you start? Like right around launch time or? Um, I think I tried a little bit after launch for a few months and then I couldn't keep up with the grind. And then I, I must have played three times then because I played a little bit after launch and then I, and then I stopped. You know what it was? You know what it was? I now remember the launch issue for me was that closed beta players kept everything that they had. Hmm. Okay. Or, I don't know if it was closed beta or open beta, but that, that really, didn't sit well with me yeah i was i was still a bit naive i think to the way that mobile games do betas (laughs) yep little Uh, did you know that's a new standard yeah and at the time i was like no so this is so unfair they should have reset everyone and i now looking back i'm like you bozo they opened the 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 cash shop obviously they're not going to reset anything yeah and that's right if once that cash shop goes open it's it's live yeah Yeah. it's, it's live but that's that's neither here nor there uh, you know, it's interesting because I, I feel like it. Marvel games in general, there, there's we're waiting for the next like Marvel versus Capcom, right? To we're waiting for the next real big Marvel title. I think Spider Man, uh, the two the two Spider Man titles on PS5 have been or PS4 and PS5 have been phenomenal. I mean, they're oh yeah, they're they're just great. I think even like Guardians of the Galaxy was really like a really good story game. Uh, Mobile, uh, you didn't get into it as much as I did. I, I know that. No, 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 I didn't. Yeah, I, I dodged that game completely. I, I, I'll be honest. It's the, the, the second I realized I was getting Rickrolled in one of the storylines, it, it, it did it for me. <laughs> like yeah, just, I think it's got a lot of charm. Yeah, uh, and, and again, I think that's that's the thing. But um, let's see. Marvel games that 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 we wish were, were, were... So Marvel Heroes, I think, is probably my, my favorite Marvel game of all time. And you never played that, right, Mobile? I did. 
Oh, mobile. No, I yeah. didn't. I did not play that game. Apologies. Yeah, yeah Alex, I, I played that game. I played the heck out of that game. Mm-hmm. That was actually when I first started streaming. I started first started streaming that game. Uh, you know, uh, that was when I really started putting a focus on that. And then Marvel and, Heroes and, Omega. <laughs> yeah. So Marvel. So Marvel Heroes. It was interesting, and it didn't launch great. Like the game didn't come out on the gate with it. It wasn't polished. Yeah. But but it's, but by its one year anniversary, it had earned enough accolades to be considered the the like the first game that really kind of that broke that mold where it was you know that the, they stopped supporting it when it when it failed and and they turned it around and made it into probably one of the the best games that you felt good spending time in mm-hmm. uh, in, in the genre and, and so I, I I guess how would you how rate some of the the games that you come in contact with Marvel games like just really quickly especially the the the, the mobile games and some of the PC games what what do you think how, what's the what's the number one game for you me yeah easy oh like oh like all marvel the number one i mean marvel versus capcom 2 holds a special place in my heart i mean i know it's a collab with capcom so they had a lot of help there but like i grew up on that game i played the arcade version Mm -hmm. um i i gotta mention it for sure but yeah it's it's tough man marvel has a weird catalog of games and there there's a lot of good ones and there's a lot of could have been good ones (laughs) should have been good ones and we're seeing some of them still right now crawl into the finish line. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably say Marvel versus Capcom too, if that's not a, a cop out answer. That's not a cop out answer. I mean, that's that's, okay. I mean, that's still that's still good. And so, uh, but the past what two years we haven't seen a lot of like I, I bought Marvel here, uh, Marvel Avengers. Ooh, uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, there was some gameplay elements to it. I, I mean, it was uh, again the story was launch. really good. They had a rough launch. Oh yeah, terrible launch. Rough launch. Yeah, a lot of bugs and some stuff. I guess. We'll get resolved, and that's where Tony Bing makes a lot of his content right now. Speaking of, if you oh, want to, yeah? if you want to check him out, he's still uh, part he's of that. Great, yeah, still part of that community there. Mm. And uh, you know, he just he, released a patch note or something that are uh, like a pre roadmap. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's it's about time that a lot of games do that. Does uh, Marvel Future Fight do that? Infrequently, yeah, not not enough to my liking. So it's like their dev their dev path forward. Yeah, they, they don't do it very well. I think MF uh, MCOC used to do it the best, um, but they've sort of started slacking now as well. And um, But I think it's something that, uh, because a lot of these games are uh, Korean developed, even though they're you know maybe focused on a North American audience, but I think they really, um, had previous, in previous years, undervalued the impact that, that communication has. And now they're sort of getting it, but... I, I still think they don't get it enough. Like, I think MSF even has more blog posts than MCOC and, and MFF does. You know, it's interesting because I actually had this conversation with one of my uh, one of my colleagues over in the content creation core in Marvel Strike Force. Today, he's a professional communicator. He's a lawyer. Mm. And he's like, why aren't the devs clearer? They're not professional communicators. <laughs> That's not what they're tired for. They speak a different language, ones and zeros. Yeah, and they don't have to have that direct like link to us. And I think I think that's some of the problem they have is trying to, you know, because a lot of times like a, like a developer project, they might be working on something isolated, like like a game system. So uh, when they're trying to build that roadmap, you got to go and knock on a bunch of, hey, Jimmy, yeah. how's uh how's the uh, the new PvP system going? True. Oh, Johnny's working on that next door. Oh, hold on, is it, is it going to be ready for the for for the next patch? No. Oh. Hey, uh, what's ready for next patch? You're not sure yet. You got there's there's some bugs. Oh, okay. 
you know, and 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 this is like like the the developer inside because we have developers on here on occasion. It's 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 fun to see the other side of the 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 the, the aisle, but at the same point in time, I think it's also important to understand the the way in which we view games uh, and be, because of the way that they market us with engagement. If they want our engagement, they better be darn sure that we're going to want more communication, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think that's that comes down to the game companies themselves uh, that really want us to to feel engaged. And so, you know, we expect if we're if we're going to sit there and, and play for two and a half hours, three hours a day, you know, and have our phone beep at us to come give it attention when there's a major you know, event going on, that it we better get some clear communication. So I think I think MSF does okay at that. There's like two major posts, like it's like the the developer roadmap. But we're kind of in a rough spot right now. What do you think, Bumble? Yeah, we're in a rough spot. One of the things that that was strange to me, and I wanted to ask Alex about, is like how much of that is, uh, you know, the developer being based in you know the United States versus the developer based in Korea. You know, is there a language barrier? How do you navigate that? Yeah, it's something honestly that I still don't have a good answer for because I know that the devs, like obviously the devs care about player feedback and you know, I've that's what I've heard through and through and you can see it in the way that they try to communicate certain things. But again, I feel like there's still just not enough uh like it's it's not a serious attempt, it's just sort of like a casual attempt to get a, a pulse for what players want. Like there should be anyways, there there should be a lot of things that they do differently, but I do feel like it's, I don't know, they definitely care, but then I guess they don't care because they're not putting in, like they could have more community managers. It's not that expensive to hire people like that. You could hire them part-time. They don't need to be on the game 24 seven. And there's there's so many, like I've, I lived in Korea for a few years. So many people are bilingual. Oh, wow. I'm sure some of the people that work uh, at the Netmarble headquarters in Korea speak as good English as I do. And I don't even, as good, you know, they speak English as well as I do. So, you know, I think they have solutions to the problem. They just prioritize other things. They prioritize marketing first. They prioritize, you know, other things the bills, first. Right? So. They're going to pay the bills, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, uh, so, so I, I think that, you know, in mobile, you hit the nail on the head right there, though, is, is, um, is there a language barrier? And I, I can tell you in my experience, uh, I know for a fact, you can see them like MFR is a great example. Uh, as well as they were trying to communicate, the language barrier was a problem. Like people didn't know how skills work because it wasn't translated correctly in the game. Uh, and then, so when the dev notes would come out, it was hard to uh, interpret what the the real intentions of the dev notes were. Hmm. Uh, so, and and the and the dev notes in MFR were frequent because they had to be because the player base was really confused about the direction of the game. So, um, you know, they were they were coming out every like two two and a half months, three months. But that just tells you it's a different level of caring over there. But, you know, I think there's a lot of pieces that puzzle to get it right. I, you have to, you know, I, I mean, that was an ambitious project. Like, Marvel Future Revolution was designed to kind of push the envelope of mobile gaming. It was supposed to be, you know, revolutionary, right? Mm-hmm. It was to push what we were able to, to do on our devices. It was designed to work with, with Samsung phones and, and uh, become one of the, the pinnacle products that, you know, uh, Marvel ever had. Something like a million, million plus registered for pre-registration. So there was a lot of hype around it. A lot, um, man. The PAX thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty crazy. And, uh, you know, it delivered a story. But in the end, I, I don't think it earned my engagement the way that I think it, it, it could have if the game was polished and or I understood the mechanics better and felt like they were working correctly from the very get-go. 
uh, and then even understood that the, maybe the devs actually were working on 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 making it so that things felt balanced. And uh, but I guess a lot of that had to do with like magic coming out, right? Like why balance a game if a new character is coming out? So mm. I think that's why yeah. you're seeing big balance stuff happening now. Yeah, I think. I don't know, but I don't know too much about the balance stuff as far as like why they're doing it because it seems bizarre. Every time I read a balance patch, uh, Captain America's in it. Like, how many times do you have to do you have to buff a character? It makes no sense to me. So it yeah. almost seems like they're throwing darts, like they're blindfolded throwing darts. But um, I think part of the reason. What was I gonna say? I actually just just lost my train of thought. Nice, perfect. <laughs> Uh, Fletch, man. Oh, I get. Oh, wait, wait. We're the old ones, right? That was the. Oh no, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing. Oh, that, there there pushing it is, man. Here. There it is. There it is, buddy. There, there's oh, that. Oh my first... goodness, what was I trying to say? I know there's. You know your parents. Oh, if it was important, you remember what it was eventually. Yeah, it was not important. <laughs> <laughs> so, you'll remember what it was eventually. If it was important. I'm sure it was. Uh, you know, we were definitely talking about like the, the balance patches and and the things along those lines and the communication from devs and the, the language barrier. Yeah, for sure. That's that's definitely what you were talking about, and I was uh, <laughs> planning on derailing it. Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Mission accomplished. Either way, I think I think we can probably say you definitely got the gold done uh, there. Uh, you know I, what? I, I got a question for you, Alex. So, like, what's up? So, you know, something that I heard the other day in, in my chat. You know, Marvel Strike Force is uh, finishing up the fourth year, going into the fifth year, and people's mm -hmm. like, oh. I, Whales are going to feel bad when this game shuts down in six months. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you realize that Clash of Clans and Contest of Champions and Marvel Future Fight and these games and Galaxy of Heroes, you know, you know, what do you think the life, what is a reasonable life expectancy of a game? You know, like we've never seen this in mobile titles. I mean, how long has Candy Crush been playing now? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. It's, it, we're seeing the first generation of these like, eight to 12 year plus games for sure. And I think that's a big difference because in, in the early days of mobile games, they were, they were like one and yeah. done. Yeah. They were one like, year, two they, year, boom. they made their money. They, they, they launched a, you know, uh, what flappy birds and stuff like that. But even, even more importantly, some of the bigger games that had pay to win aspects, they folded relatively quickly. They just didn't, they didn't have a long-term development budget. They wanted to make the next game. Yeah, I think that and I think that was the strategy with the with the early days of and you I think you can sort of see that in, in almost any new system. Like, for example, crypto and NFTs are so hot right now and everyone's talking about them. So you see a lot of scams and a lot of like these pump and dump schemes. And I almost want to say I do want to say that a lot of those early games were basically just pump, pump and dump. And they would invest like 90 percent of their, you know, fl cash flow into into marketing. You had like that game with um what was that chick who was married to Verlander? Kate, Kate, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was doing those commercials for that, like, you know, that, that goofy game, that goofy, like, war game. Game of War. Ga yeah, it was literally called Game of War. Like, stuff like that, you know? And I feel like those developers, either they've shifted their attitudes or they've realized that keeping a game alive longer is a more profitable business model long term than having to, like... I don't know, maybe they have to like shut down the team and like restart it or they have to hire new people or whatever. They have to change locations. Like, I don't know what it takes if, they, if they're staying in the same place and just, you know, uh, opening and closing these games every year. But I feel like it's a lot less. It's probably still as, as prevalent on, the, on the, the app store, but I feel like I see those games a lot less and I just focus on 
or people are focusing a lot more on just like the higher quality games. Like people will still get into Clash of Clans, even though it's like a nine-year-old, ten-year-old game. Yeah, because I mean, it's 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 got a it's got a really low uh, barrier of entry, right? You can start that game up and play and and feel feel significantly powerful. And that's I think the the, the longevity of games like that, where you can pick it up, play it and get right into the action and don't feel like you're underpowered. And I think that's the problem with some of the games like in, in the hero collector genre, that you're walking in and you're you're seeing all the things you missed out on versus what you're getting to start with. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know? Yep. Oh, no, just going back to what Mobile Gamer was saying, like the people that say stuff like that, man, they're just so salty. And they just like, <laughs> it's like they don't have the time or the money or both to, to, to like invest in the game. So they just right. want it to shut down so they don't have to feel bad about it. They want to watch it all burn. Yeah, exactly. You know, but I, you know, I, I I do think that there's so so MSF is it, it, I, I had so so I don't think I told you this mobile I simmed my battle yesterday in tower at like 66 and dropped I, down I heard 66. I heard about it yeah I heard about yeah, it I, I, I raged I I uninstalled I uninstalled I was so mad I uninstalled and then oh. I I got back up and then one of my key teams crashed I lost that attempt on the tower and I still want to finish in 27th damn so right. I mean it's one of those things where like. Uh, you know, sometimes we, we, we get we, we get overcome with with, you know, looking at the game state. But uh, I think game state's like the biggest thing. Like if, if you can't log into a game and play it and power up and and enjoy it and it's continuously crashing and it's been like that since a patch two weeks ago. What, have you ever had anything like that in Marvel Future fight? No, man. And I feel so bad for you guys because I see <laughs> so a, a year ago, I think, or two years ago, it was, it was Contest of Champions was buggy as hell. Mm-hmm. And now more recently, like I, I follow you guys on Twitter and valley post <laughs> poor valley man he like every single time the devs patch something and, and something breaks he's he's on their asses and it's like dude it's wild mm-hmm. he started tagging bill roseman and like it's <laughs> rough dude i'm i'm blessed like we are truly blessed in mff and i don't bring it up enough to my audience but i really should let those clowns know uh i love them <laughs> but they're clowns that like bro we've like Honestly, I can count on one hand the number of of bad updates, like like buggy updates we've had in six in seven years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can I can count on uh, one hand <laughs> the number of times I crashed yesterday. Uh, but I yeah. mean that's 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 a different story. I mean, if, if, oh, if you've heard like the calamity of errors, that's Marvel Strike Force. They uh, we we actually call them gates with the scandals that have happened in the game, like the types of issues they right, made. Or gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, it's bigger than that. So right. um, what they did was that at one point, mobile, and you remember when we were talking about this, they gave away like 3,000 orbs instead of, instead of like 30. So what it did was it like it was this orange gear that was really heavily bottlenecked. Mm-hmm. And so some players had access to it, were equipping in and stuff like that. And they, it took them three hours to figure it out because they were... You know, there was nobody online that like to pull the plug and like reset it. But as the calendar rolled over, uh, every single hour, hour that went over, and every single time zone that happened, they would get access to the calendar, and it would just populate and go full on. So they people were getting access to three thousand uh, orbs, and man, this the, the I don't think the community's ever really gotten that fixed. Some players got it, got one about the benefit of it. Some players wound up getting reset and going worse than they were and quitting the game. It was such a bad experience. But, but that's, the, that's worth saying though. Six years, no, no, really not very horrible patches. I mean, the, the logistics in the game are such that the game functions correctly as as advertised. Is what you're saying? Marvel Future Fight. 
Oh, sorry. Me? Yeah, the game, your game works correctly. I mean, you're like, <laughs> this is, we, we don't even know what this is. Like, characters don't come out with, like, not working correctly, and then they have to change the text to modify the way that it actually works because they can't, they don't want to nerf it and things like that. They don't, this, is stuff just released correctly the first time? I mean, this is unheard of for us. Yeah, it's it's funny because as you were talking before about MFR and how the devs had to release so many, you know, different blog posts explaining how to how the characters and skills work because they didn't translate them well. It it seems a bit perplexing to me. Maybe these games are just more complicated than MFF. Maybe that's the answer because we have a, we don't have a small enough player base to not notice. That that was one thing that maybe I thought it could be, but recent estimates put MFR uh, at like 50,000, maybe 70,000 players tops, and MFF is closer to 200K. Right. So if there were mistakes, more eyes would catch it. But And I'm I'm not the smartest dude in the room, but like I can probably figure some stuff out by myself. But no, yeah, they just release things. Like there's very few changes. Like most of the time they change things because players aren't happy with it. So it's like a buff. It's like a, a patch to fix a character. But as far as like things not working as intended or being explained poorly... Nah, man, the worst we get is on the patch notes themselves, like a, a spelling mistake. And people still complain about that, but it's just, that's, the, that's the worst we get is a spelling mistake. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask you a question. What does the word maiden mean to you? Maiden? Maiden, yeah. Somebody, have you, when was the last time you heard somebody talk about the maiden, uh, maiden, like... Uh, like a maiden voyage? Uh, yeah, exactly, maiden voyage, but even better, it was like the maiden appearance of this event. What the... What? Yeah, no, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> is that yeah, like inaugural know, dude, like or virgins? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, inaugural will be fine, but the, that was a blog post. That was. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if you know that mobile. That was actually a big point of contention for some players. Hmm. Was that they were um, the, the the whole um, nowhere going nowhere was hmm. the maiden the maiden uh, version of this will include gold orb stuff like that. And they're like, why didn't they understand that it wasn't the first run? And I was like, because you you use the word maiden. You use like a five hundred year old word. What? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, I, are you LARPing with Hawkeye in, 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 <laughs> in Central Park? Is that is that a thing? Like, hello, my Sweden. You know, like, is, maybe we got to get your track suits off and, and, and get you back in the office, buddy. But I mean, it was it's it's kind of funny because, uh, you know, I, I, you know, communication happens at at its purest form when people understand it, and you know, uh, and, and and the idea that that miscommunication happens and misunderstanding happens is, is, is going to happen at, at, at every level. But when you choose language that may be above your audience's not reading level or comprehension level, maybe just overall age, right? Because like, I, I, I literally, the last time I heard maiden used was a Gilligan's Island theme song. <laughs> right. And, and so that was the joke I was making about it because I felt like it was just a disconnect from, from if you wanted to get a point across clearly, you have to use and target certain certain elements. I mean, you can you can be verbose, and you can you know, uh, you can you can be highbrow and all that stuff, but not when you're trying to deliver something to you know a wider player base. You have to honor the the people that are that are reading it. And I think that typos are are are, are the least your concern mm -hmm. when when it can you know because then then the question is was it deceptive on purpose? And the answer is probably not. It probably wasn't right. Yeah, but the communication was. You know, these folks brought up these characters, which I, I never would. I didn't bring them up, but they were told that they they thought that it was going to be a recurring like gold orbs every single time it was there. But then again, you got to wonder if people were just you know looking for a way to get more out of the. I, you know, it, there's 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 two sides of both stories. Right? 
Yeah, know? that happens in mobile games all the time. Oh yeah, because you want the, my the favorite word for mobile gamer or is what? What the What's favorite mobile, word? Trash. I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite word, bro? Trash. Dude, like, 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 yeah. Basic, basically, he he. Uh, I, Kat said that he he talks in his sleep and he says trash like three times. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a legit thing. She's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Trash." You know, so she got to roll him over and just make sure he's okay. Um, but that's yeah. that's the that's the legit thing. No, but but like, uh, it's compensation, right? Yeah. How often does Marvel Future Fight give compensation? Oh, bro, that's like the golden word in mobile games. Um, they give compensation. They've been a lot better about it, actually. They were really bad for the first, I want to say, three or four years. Yeah. Very stingy. We had to pull tooth and nail to get like a drip of drop. Um, but now they're much better. So uh, just a quick example. When I told you that I could count on one hand the number of bad launches and bad updates we've had, mm -hmm. we had one last year. It was the patch after the anniversary. So it was in May when we had a huge player base spike because the anniversary always brings in more players. We had a huge revenue spike. So I think the devs were like, you know, really watching carefully, but they goofed up this launch. And you basically, uh, there was a 100% chance to get a premium item in uh, this like fragment combining thing. So you'd farm these fragments and people would save the fragments for, for the whole month and then open them at the end. And a lot of content creators would do that, whatever. So I had like 20 and on stream I was popping them and every single one popped a premium item. Where, whereas the chances should be like, you know, 0.05% to get a premium item. Huh. So people were, going, people were going bananas and people were actually like, as the patch was going live, they were going and farming the fragments to open the boxes to just try to like get as much of the gear as possible before they shut down the servers. And so they shut down the servers like an hour after. It was pure chaos. It was hilarious. And they rolled it back. They rolled it back, yeah, which is the only, I think, the only time I've seen a rollback in the game's history or the second time. And they, but they compensated everyone with uh, one free premium item of each type. Wow. And so hmm. players who didn't even engage with the systems and abuse it got something for free. So you were saying you were an abuser. I was I was a light abuser. People who abuse it like a lot got a, like a twenty four hour suspension. I, I, I don't think you I don't think you abused it. I think you were doing it on stream and, and discovered it. You you were like you were yeah, like yeah, you, was, uh, yeah, for you, science. Was, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. For, no, I, I, it's interesting when you say that type of stuff because uh, we had we had that whole and, and I can't even tell you like how bad that we had a, a patch right and uh, what would happen was every time you logged in you'd have like like 45 million gold or something like that more everything that you open would, would no but would... Babe, the, the irony of this you're gonna love this alex they they sent us an in-game notification saying our t you know as compensation <laughs> that there was in-game so you open the you open the ma the email for to get the compensation and it says something our tech support's been working hard on fixing this problem uh to remedy for your time here's this and by clicking on that message caused the bug that wrecked the game. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's worse. So people are opening MSF in a nutshell. <laughs> if you open a red star orb, you would jackpot and get like a six or a seven. Oh. You, and, and so every single time clicking in the mail, you, you would get the credit for the mail, but the mail would never be completed. So you can go, you can yeah. click on it and it would just keep pulling <laughs> your account. So oh my like God. mobile's on stream and it looks like a stock ticker. Just keep <laughs> Man, my gold. Up. Like, 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 you have a lot of gold when you have like twenty million gold, right? I had like yeah. four hundred billion. It was just growing up. Yeah, <laughs> it was just broken. He's like, oh, and so uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy. And I mean, and but I the irony it, right? was, it was the email. It was compensate. It was a compensation email that triggered it. Yeah, that that's beautiful. Yeah. That's that that that. Oh man, that was like so. So there was so the the three thousand orbs was worth at that time probably like like. 
we estimated like what six or seven thousand dollar mistake wow yeah so i mean it's, it's kind of crazy how the valuation of that stuff work i mean it was probably one of the biggest mistakes in mobile gaming history uh and and so um but that's core man the game the game the game's fun for me because I, I like the challenge I like that i like the to kind of understand like the, the way the kits work but there are uh I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna say this to you right now, mobile. I don't think you, you heard me, but I, I think there might be a bug with uh, with Young Avengers. But I'll have to play around and figure that out. There's mm. definitely something that's happened that's not supposed to happen. I have to capture that. So there's a there. There might be a bug in Mar- in Marvel Strike Force right now that I'm trying to figure out why characters are getting like five stacks of evades randomly, and this is kind of crazy. But it, but it, but the, this concept that Alex is talking about is that they have a game when you know a patch goes live. You have you're pretty much confident that it's going to work correctly, and then if you buy something, it's going to work as intended. I mean, uh, you have conf- you, there's a lot of confidence in the, at least the aptitude of the developers. Would you say? Yeah, and I think maybe that's what's hurting MSF the most right now is is there's a lack of confidence. Yeah, it's exact. It's ex- literally exactly what you said. Yeah, but we, that's not the case with MFF. Like we we don't we don't necessarily agree with or maybe at the time understand all of their decisions when it comes to character releases and uniform releases which makes up the majority of the content but when it comes to like the devs understand like yeah we we have almost never seen again i can count on one hand the number of characters that were released and that were bugged wow. and that had to be patched and they all were patched within i would say like a like 10 days tops tops hmm. well you think it's because of the smaller you know, is it, I mean, I don't want to say it's a smaller game, but is it Unity Engine? I'm curious. Is Marvel Future Fight Unity Engine, or is it they use their own proprietary engine? I think it's proprietary. Yeah, yeah. It's it was before, and you can start you can start to see some of the limitations of the game. Although they do such a good job, like the the animations and the the artwork for the character models is so good. Can, when you consider that it's an engine that's probably from 2013 mm-hmm. at this point, because um, the game launched in 2015, so they probably had to work on the engine before that. But uh, but yeah, I, honestly, like you, mobile gamer, you, you gave me something to to consider because I never actually thought of it from that point of view. But yeah, like characters, very rarely, it's extremely rare for characters to be released or for your uniforms to be released and to be bugged. Um, now, how, how about how about like like overpowered, like like they make a mistake and it's too powerful? Extremely rare. Okay. Extremely rare. It's a oh. bit more common that characters are underpowered. And so you have community like hashtag events and whatever. And like, you know, people like, please buff so-and-so and whatever. That's, that's I would say, somewhat commonplace. Um, but also it's more normal because there's freaking 250 characters in the game. Obviously, some of them are going to suck. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, but that's the entire point is maybe they're not worth investing in. So, so, um, so do they get fixed if they, there's a hashtag event? Yeah, honestly, and the funny thing is, the ones that took the longest, like Storm, for example, we had like a Justice for Storm hashtag going for a few years, um, and the de- the devs and Danny Koo actually memed on that when they finally buffed her. Yeah. And he tweeted out, he was like, this is for the hashtag for Justice for Storm people. Like, I know it must be annoying for them, but they're clearly listening. And I'm as I'm talking, I'm honestly starting to feel guilty. What? By what? Because I, I, I feel like mff obviously like causes me a lot less stress than you i think i thought i had a stressful oh, job yeah. here but you guys are getting no, i mean it's getting reamed yeah when i started playing this game i had a full head of hair <laughs> <laughs> well you just transferred it south no i mean you could actually see it <laughs> sure, was, it's like you could see it like it's definitely there's a you know it's definitely you can, you can see the transformation so uh i'll show you the I, i'll show you the picture from the day i downloaded the game 
until like now. Like you can definitely you can, time you can, lapse. You can, time yeah, lapse TikTok. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. The sad what? music. <laughs> Why is it sad? I'm just English. <laughs> right yeah (laughs) you got it's cooling system it's a cooling system yeah except in the summer when you get sunburn on it and you're like oh oh it sucks yeah like you like you get it like request from the airports to make sure you're not walking by without a hat on you know stuff like that (laughs) so uh yeah no legitimately i i think that there's definitely uh you know a, a crossover in the in the marvel gaming community i think it's really awesome that we have such a really strong community because and and i say this a lot um we were inspired a lot by the 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 characters that were created by stan lee you know and and the universe that was created by steve dicko and and and, uh, you know the the marvel universe in itself all the creators that that have you know been involved in the process to really uh resonate with their audiences you know they if you think about the Marvel Universe, you think about the characters, p- people can see themselves in a lot of the different characters that are out there. And I think that's kind of like why our standards are so high for the games. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, if, if you're going to build a game with a Marvel uh, IP, you know, you're going to expect some, some you know, passionate people out there that are going to love uh, or hate your product based on, on how you deliver it. Yep. And, and I think, you know, if, if you understand that that's the relationship you're going to have to have when you're signing up for this, you know, licensing, uh, I think you'll do a lot better. So hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Well said, you know, I think, you know, and, and there's a, there's a need for transparency across the industry. Um, but that's a whole nother story that we can have you on again next time for hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anything, anything you want to plug there, Alex, anything you want to do, you know, how you guys don't, you want to go ahead and plug your, your channel and your, your Twitch and you give us your times when you go live. Absolutely. Reman X and mobile <laughs> gamer on YouTube, Twitch, absolutely amazing people, hilarious down to earth, Fun, smart, handsome. Oh, thank, you. thank you, thank you. Handsome. I'll take that part. I say about your this, I'll this take is that like, compliment. This is like, this is like when you when you're like trying to get your allowance from your parents. This is what I felt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mom, you're so beautiful. Where's oh my? I'm gonna raise my allowance. Like this is like literally like what I get for my kids. No, so seriously, like go ahead, man. Like uh, this is a chance. I mean, a lot of crossover audience. I think it'd be great to kind of look from the. Uh, Maybe you get some new followers out there. Yeah, I mean, I, everything I said, I believe. By the way, I did. I did end with bald, but um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, no. Honestly, if you want to torture yourself and download MFF, yeah, sure, do it, man. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll. You know, you guys can find me um, out there. You know, on the yeah. internet, Twitter, Discord, stuff like that. But yes. um, so, yeah, so, try so, guys. It's free. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm I'm playing that kind of it. I just like, oh, I'm, so, I'm so I'm, obsessed. Anyway. I, had little, I had a little 400. By the way, uh, you also downloaded Vampire Survivors, didn't you? Oh, I pl- yeah. Thank you so much for that um, suggestion. It's so good. It's, I, I pick it up every now and then. When they, they just added the new update on that game, man. It's it's a lot of fun. They have the uh, the Santa Water update and some new uh, and the uh, Lightning Ring update. Yeah, I got I got uh, memed by them because they said they posted something about the 25th anniversary, and for a second I was like, "Has this game been out for 25 years? Because <laughs> it's so old and ugly." <laughs> yeah, yeah no, they they definitely got you on that one. The game is not uh, like 25 years. No primo dev communication. Yeah, no, it's 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 like what two guys I think right uh, at the end of the day. Wow, no so, kidding. Yeah, three dollar game, and I I I I I look forward to like taking 30 minutes of my time and dying to death at the end. Right. Every single chance I get. Anyway, uh, 
mobile gamer as always it's a pleasure uh uh alex so it's so i i've always asked you this is it cynical oh my god please can you just dedicate a whole podcast to just telling is, the world no i'm just kidding I'm just kidding. cynical no, no, x not, or is he just, cynic it's, alex it's just i'm no, yeah you, it's so funny because the genesis meeting that i had with my friend about my youtube name we yeah. literally made these jokes and and we must have manifested them because yeah. they're here uh it's well, cynic alex well i i, I mean like one word quickly yeah, but I, I feel like I feel like you could be a cynical ex. I could. I've I have been. Yeah, I have, yeah. I'm sure my ex. If you had my exes on here, they would have a lot of bad stories about me. I was a piece of trash. <laughs> Say it, mobile gamer. I was a piece of wow. trash. Oh my god. There we go. I need that on my go XLR. Just you going trash, trash. <laughs> Sound bites. I've got seating on yes. mine. <laughs> yeah, really know. Anyway, all right, all right, bud. We're gonna wrap up this edition of the Mobile X podcast. You guys can check us out uh, over at the uh, <laughs> over on uh, Spotify and other platforms. Uh, we'll check you guys soon. Love you much, and see you guys next week for David Brevik. Nice.